0: Hello, and welcome to Zap the Gender Pay Gap, the podcast series where we expose the elephant in the room. The elephant's name, the Gender Pay Gap. I am coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee, located on the banks of the mighty Mississippi River. Nestled in the southwest corner of the state, Memphis is home to the blues, barbecue, and so much more. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Thank you so very much. For joining me for this episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap, I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. If you listen to me on Apple, Spotify, Google, and YouTube, or any other platform, please like and subscribe. I'd be ever so grateful. I had the most wonderful time this week. I had an opportunity to talk with a group of girls from Hutchinson School for Girls about the gender pay gap. Starting in college, this elephant can grab a chunk of a woman's pay every single payday. It is unrelenting in its efforts to keep women in the workforce left behind financially, not only during their working years, but after we leave the workforce too, affecting our pension and other retirement benefits. Ms. Ford, their advisor, invited me in to talk with the girls to expose them to this information early in an effort to keep it from happening to them. Hats off to Mrs. Ford and the girls at Hutchison School. I'd like to keep this elephant from pulling down your pay each payday too, which is why for the entire month of November, I have been talking about the fact that many women get left behind when it comes to pay especially when it comes to asking for a raise. Women often make a number of huge mistakes that causes us to keep getting left behind. On last week's episode, I shared eight mistakes women make and we'll review them in brief today. Please take a listen to last week's episode and consider sharing it with another woman in the workplace that you care about who needs to hear it. I also mentioned that if you had a question you wanted me to answer to just drop a note in the comment section and I will answer it on the next episode. Well, guess what? I got two questions that I will answer later in this episode. But first, let's review the eight mistakes. Hats off to Lindsay Tigor, who wrote this article for Reader's Digest outlining eight huge mistakes women make when it comes to asking for a raise. I will list the mistakes first and then maybe briefly explain each one. Mistake number one is that you don't lay the groundwork. Mistake number two, you overthink it. Mistake number three, you apologize while you're asking. Mistake number four, you don't get real with other women. In other words, you don't find someone with whom you can confide in within the workplace who understands and knows how the system works. Number Mistake number five, You don't know the right time to ask. Mistake number six, you don't get it in writing. Mistake number seven, you don't follow up to get the ball rolling. Mistake number eight, you don't look for a new job soon enough. I told you about the young lady I overheard who, when asked by her boss, why he should give her a raise, said, because I work hard. Her boss was not convinced nor impressed, and neither was I. Why? because she did not give evidence to support her case that she should get a raise. She needed to do her her work beforehand. So please don't make the same mistake thinking that working hard will get you a raise. Not necessarily. You need to have some evidence. Just as in a court of law, you want to present enough evidence for the jury, in this case, your boss and your boss's boss, to say, she's guilty, your honor give that woman her raise. She earned it. Please remember, no one can pay you what you're worth. You're just too valuable, but they can pay you what your contributions are worth. If your boss asks you why she or he should give you a raise, what will be your reply? Please, please, please give factual proof of your contribution and evidence that your contribution indeed is deserving of a raise. On the last episode, I mentioned that if you had a question you, asked, you wanted me to answer to just drop a note in the comment section and I would answer it on this episode. Well, guess what? I got two questions that are very closely related. Let's take a look at each of the questions. Question number one was, what if I ask for a raise and don't get it? What should I do next? And question number two is, if my boss says no, does that mean I need to look for another job? Before responding to these questions, I'd like to make a few observations. The very nature of the questions presuppose that the person asking may not get the raise she asked for. That is a possibility but taking steps to avoid the eight mistakes I mentioned earlier will increase the likelihood of getting to yes instead of a no. Second, a lot of energy can be wasted focusing on what to do should you get a no. Instead, I recommend using that energy to prepare for the ask. Both questions reveal a concern or fear that they will be turned down, rejected, or denied a raise. And guess what? I can relate. I get that. But please remember the answer is always no until you ask. So here's my response to the question What if my boss says no? What should I do next? Now, of course, I would be very disappointed to be told no when asking for a raise. I really don't like hearing no, especially if it's something I really want and believe I have earned. Instead of stopping at no, I would ask my boss to tell me more, in essence, to tell me why she or he said no. There could be a number of reasons, and I'd like to know which ones apply in my case. Is it because my contributions do not meet expectations? Is it not the right time? Is it because there is no money in the budget for me to get a raise? Is it because my boss is not willing to advocate for me getting a raise? Is it because I asked for too much? Knowing why my boss said no will help me plan my next move. Now, I admit it can be stressful asking for a race, let alone navigating the space and maintaining your cool after being told no. It may be difficult to control your emotions and not let them get the best of you, either anger, fear, or disappointment, or a combination of these. But now's not the time to lose it. Now is not the time to let your emotions overwhelm your intelligence. Now to question two. Since my boss said no to me asking for a raise, does that mean I need to start looking for another job? Not necessarily. It can be very tempting to think that moving on is the best remedy. Again, not necessarily. You want to make sure you get a plan in place that leads you to what you want and most deserve. When I get in situations like these, I ask myself, what now and what next? You have to ask yourself, what do I do now and what do I do next? The answer to those questions will depend upon why your boss said no. If your boss said that your contribution does not warrant a raise, then perhaps you have not provided enough evidence to be found guilty. But before going back to the drawing board, I'd ask for specifics. If the time is not right, I'd ask for a more opportune time to present my case and ask for his or her support. By the way, I recommend that you update your resume annually. This tidbit of advice was given to me by one of my mentors early in my career. At the time, I didn't fully understand why, but I did it anyway. It's very uplifting to see how you have grown in your career in just one year putting that on paper memorializes it in print so you will have it when you make your next career move i want to leave you with this first thank you for submitting questions for me to respond to second you can see that there is no one size fits all and in some cases the answer is it depends I always like to get as much information as I can to help guide women in determining what is the next best step for them. And knowing which mistakes to avoid is a good first step. Now when asking for a raise, please, please, please take this to heart. Make sure you acquaint yourself with the eight mistakes women make and then take steps to avoid them. Also, Please share this with another woman in the workplace who needs to know this information. My goal ultimately is to show you how to get money from your company's budget into your bank account, how to get past no to a resounding yes. Now I am opening up three new one-on-one coaching slots to show women in the workplace how to raise their pay in the next 90 days so that they don't keep getting left behind. Please message me back if you're interested in hearing more. Go to GwendolynJTucker.com and click on contact. I will also put a link in the show notes to this episode. So just check out the description box on how you can reach me. Women, you work hard for your money. I can show you how to take home all of it. Thank you so very much for joining me today. Please plan to join me next time. And don't forget to leave your question in in the comment box. I will make it my business to respond on the next episode. That way, others can benefit from hearing your question as well as my best answer. I look forward to hearing you here next Wednesday at noon Central Standard Time for the next episode of ZAP the Gender Pay Gap. Until then, please be well. Thank you for joining me for this episode of ZAP the Gender Pay Gap. Please rate, review, and subscribe to or follow me wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I am your host, Wonderland Tucker. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time.